Hello, everyone. Julie Solomon here. If you have been here for a while, welcome back. If this is your first time, welcome. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast and welcome to our Best Of series. This is a series that I do at the end of every year to showcase our best episodes, covering the topics that really matter to you and to your growth the most. And today we are diving into, I think, the most important topic out of all of these topics in the best of series, and that is leadership. Leadership is something that I have always been fascinated by. I have always aspired to have more of, and I have spent a lot of time and self-reflection and money and resources on how to cultivate more of it in my own life and in the work that I do. I feel that we are all called to lead. We all have a leadership in whatever it is that we do. And it is not only our calling, but it is absolutely our responsibility and our duty to show up and be the absolute best that we can be, which also means being the absolute best versions of ourselves that we can be so we can lead with vulnerability, with confidence, and with impact. So this is going to be a great episode to listen to if you are ready to take that next step in your own leadership and you are looking for ideas, encouragement, techniques to do that. We're going to be hearing from members of my incredible Shine Mastermind. We're going to be hearing from Anna Bon, Renee Bowen, Ellen Yin, and also from Elise. And how we do this and how we break this down is that inside my Shine Mastermind, it's all leaders that are invited into the mastermind and they all have their own expertise and their own niche. And you're going to be hearing about that today. They are going to be sharing that. But what I think is truly unique about these members and our other members inside the mastermind is how it's never done. You know, we don't have this launch or have this success in a business, or we don't have something happen to us or for us or to our business or for our business. And then it's kind of like, okay, it's done. My leadership is finished. I, I'm, I'm a leader now. I don't have to do anything else. It is a constant evolution of growth and really getting honest with yourself about not only who you are, but how you want to show up in this world and how important it really is to you really to show up in that way. And these are all women that are beautiful examples of what it means to show up and to lead and to still grow and to be open to growth and open to more impact and more leadership and more influence along the way. And that's what we do inside Shine. If you want to learn more about Shine, you can go to juliesolomon.net slash shine to hear all about it or to read all about it, I should say. And if it sounds like it's in alignment with you and you want an invitation to apply, you can find out about how to get that invitation there. And for today, we're going to be hearing from some of these incredible leaders that are in that mastermind and have really shown up in amazing ways. And they're going to be sharing with you in real time how they lead. You're going to get to see it firsthand. And if you connect to these women, then Shine Mastermind may be a great fit for you in 2022. We will be closing the doors on January 31st to the mastermind. So we only have you know, about five or so more weeks, um, if even until we, we get to that and, um, and it's going to be a great time. So if you feel in alignment, I would love to have you can't wait to learn about you through your invitation. And we will dive into this incredible episode on leadership. Mm -hmm. 
Hello, and welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, business coach and brand expert. I invite you to join millions of our other listeners in building a brand that is influential, loved by the masses, and worth millions. The Influencer Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, and scale the brand and business of your wildest dreams. Discover why people all over the world call the Influencer Podcast their go-to for all things branding, influence, and marketing. That's what you want to get your hands on, right? Really excited to share today's conversation with you that I recently had with Anna Bond. Anna is one of my incredible clients inside my Shine Mastermind, and she is also an expert in SEO strategy and a content creator herself. What is amazing about Anna's story is that she was able to leave her six-figure full-time job by investing in her website's SEO. And of course, today, she is sharing with you exactly how she did that and breaking it down. And now I can't let an episode go by without sharing my mastermind shine with you because I want to make sure to invite you if you feel called to be a part of it. And shine is important. And the reason why is because it truly is a huge part of my life's work, my life's mission what I am here to do. And if anything about me or my work or my service has called you in or attracted you to be listening to this episode right now, even if it's the first episode that you've ever listened to, or if you have been one of my incredible and avid community members and listeners of this podcast for years, there is something that is connecting you and I together. And the way in which I take that connection and work with it in a higher way to bring more impact into the world is through Shine. Shine is my mastermind that helps leaders, executives, and experts become globally known, highly influential, and it helps them create iconic success. And it's no secret that impact, influence, exposure, all of the things that we talk about on this podcast is exactly what is needed to create that massive brand recognition that you crave. And that's what we make happen inside Shine. My my mission with Shine is really simple. I want to help you become known as the absolute best at what you do. And I do this by helping you garner opportunities for yourself, you know, ones that maybe you feel like aren't even possible for you, but I help you tap into that. Book deals, speaking on coveted stages, collaborating with the best in the industry for that next level of growth and exposure for your name and your brand. And the reason why I do this is because I've been able to do this for myself. And I love to reflect and teach and serve on the things that I have been actually able to accomplish. I'm a true believer in that, that you, if you want to do something, you have to go and either learn it or figure out how to do it from someone who has actually done what it is that you're trying to do. And so if you are tired of not being known or recognized at a greater capacity and would like to start really stepping into those bigger opportunities, whether it's more media for yourself, um, networking at a higher level, level, collaborating with partners on a larger scale, then I would love for you to join Shine. And Really, at the end of the day, success can be defined in so many different ways. But for me, 
Success is truly all in who you know and who you surround yourself with. And so I want to make sure that you're doing that the right way. So you can head over to juliesolomon.net slash shine to get your exclusive invitation. Now we are closing the doors to shine on January 31st and our first virtual workshop, which is going to be amazing, is happening on January 15th. So if this is something that you feel called to do, if you're interested, if you're curious, you want to make sure to get in before, I would say January 15th, at the absolute latest, January 31st. Doors are closed, no exceptions after that point. Again, juliesolomon.net slash shine will give you all of the information that you need, and you can get your hands on your exclusive invitation there. And I would love, love, love to have you join us. Influencers and content creators, I started blogging like 10 years ago. And, um, I think when I started, I really had a strong focus on both the blog and Instagram, but eventually Instagram just ended up becoming my main source of income. And I had to rely pretty heavily on either affiliate sales or Instagram collaborations in order to make any money from the blog. And so fast forward a few years um, later, it was actually not until 2019 that I went to a blogging dinner with one of my really good girlfriends and we were sitting across the table from one another. And she had just mentioned, um, you know, you're putting all of your financial eggs in one basket. You're relying solely on Instagram to earn money. And I challenge you, she was a great girlfriend. She said, I challenge you to go teach yourself SEO and really put some focus on ensuring that the content that you're creating for your site could make you tons of money. And she peeled back, um, she peeled back a layer of her own business in that conversation. She shared with me that she was making almost five figures, um, definitely consistently making four and in some seasons making, you know, five figures from just her blog. It was working for her overnight. And she said, go teach yourself SEO and put money into you know, when you're creating content, put money into, uh, your blog. And I promise you that will, that will pay dividends if you can do it the right way. And so I thought, oh my God, she's making five figures. And here I am hustling every day to, you know, chase down collaborations or, um, you know, affiliate sales and things like that. And I just felt like I felt this level of pressure, which is actually when I joined shine that I just felt like so much of what I was sharing with the world was me trying to sell something right in order to leave my six figure job. And so I went home that day and I could only hear her in my mind saying, teach yourself SEO. And so I did, she gave me a really, um, a couple of really great places to start. Um, there's some really incredible free resources out there. Um, I would say Mediavine is actually an ad revenue company. They're one of the top ad revenue companies, but they have an excellent, excellent resources on their blog that are free. So I started there and through another company called SEMrush, it's SEMrush.com. They are um, a leader in the SEO industry, but they have a blog as well that has an amazing suite of incredible free blog resources. So I would spend all night uh, teaching myself keyword research and how to create the right kinds of content, how to make sure I'm 
you know, satisfying user intent. And fast forward a year later, um, I reached Mediavine status, which is um, an ad revenue company. And the blog started to make money. Um, and I no longer felt this pressure to only um, create content for Instagram, right? Like the more I invested in SEO, the more my emails grew, the more I got loyal followers and readers to the site. Um, and so it just ended up honestly reinvigorating me as a content creator. Um, but SEO can be hard. I mean, it, it is a longer term game. It's a longer term. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So I know a lot of people who are starting out their SEO game are like, it just can take so much time. And there's so much instant gratification from Instagram, but I can promise you, I can promise you that if you are willing to learn, um, it's a game changer. And it allowed me to make enough money to leave my six figure corporate job. Awesome. So I would love to know, you obviously spent a lot of research diving in, figuring it out for yourself. And then I would love to know a little bit more about the application process. Once you started to apply some of the strategies and the techniques and the tools that you were using, what changed on your website? What changed with your ability to make money? What changed with your impact? What changed with, um, you know, just the awareness of you getting more views and eyes on your content? So once I started to focus on the right kind, because there's a, there is a right way to do SEO and to approach SEO. And so once I started to focus on gaining readers overnight, um, not only did I, so the benefit of SEO, right, is that it's organic search. So people are coming to your site that are finding you through search engines like mostly Google or Bing and things like that, right? So when you're creating that content, most people who are going out to search engines are looking for the answers to questions. And so if you're creating a, you know, an amazing recipe or you're creating you know, cute fall outfits, whatever it is, um, when those organic readers are coming to your site, I was just thinking if I could make more money from the blog through organic search, then my income would increase. What I didn't realize was going to happen, and I didn't really factor in at the time, was the more people find you organically, the more, like you say all the time, the no like, and trust, it starts to increase. Um, people come to your site, they discover other parts of your content. Um, and when you start to appear in that first page of Google pretty consistently for your niche, people start to then gain more of that no like and trust from you. And they start to come to you even when you they're not searching for you, right? Like they know that you're uh, an expert in fashion or they know that you're a great home designer or they know that you create great vegan recipes, whatever that is, they're going to start going to you more consistently. And so I didn't realize because I was so focused for so many years on gaining a loyal Instagram following and creating a loyal community on Instagram that I could also do that through the blog community as well. And so not only did it increase the no like, and trust for my brand, it also increased um, email subscriptions tenfold. Um, it increased affiliate sales. Um, so people coming to the site and then um, 
purchasing things sometimes, or sometimes I'm telling them not to purchase things, right? So I'm saying, here's an awesome review of this clean beauty product that everybody's raving about and it didn't work for me. And so it, it really, it was the benefits of focusing on SEO were exponential um, in terms of ad revenue, but affiliate sales, but also just like the no like and trust factor. Those people keep coming back even when I'm not creating content. But I would love to hear, um, cause you and I have gotten to work together. Um, you've been kind of in this, in my community for a couple of years now, but we've, um, been able to work together inside the shine mastermind, um, community this year. And I would love to know how has just being around other leaders, experts, entrepreneurs, being in a mastermind, learning the strategies that we talk about, but just also being in that environment of other people that may even be in completely different industries, but they're just also working towards leveling up and getting to that next level. How has that changed your business? How has that helped you with focus? What has really changed since you have put yourself into that environment? And how is that really kind of... um forming or molding, if you will, um, what's happening with your own products and services. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business business for sponsoring the show. So for, there's so many different things. I feel like I could talk about this for the rest of the day. Um, so first and foremost, it's just been incredible to be surrounded by like-minded, like-minded women. Um, and so when I first joined Shine, I had just left the corporate world. And so I was, I've always had a ton of structure. I've never done, I mean, I've always had the blog, but it's always just been kind of the side hustle. And so I've always been in very strict regimented environments where somebody else is holding me accountable to work and to waking up on time and to even just being surrounded by people in the corporate world and, and their work inspires me to work harder. Right. And so I found myself in this position where I was like, well, what, what do I do now? Like, I don't have anybody to hold me accountable. I'm not surrounded by people who are inspiring me every day. It's just me and my husband at home. And as much as I love him, it's, that just isn't going to cut it. So when I, I actually wanted to join shine, I think originally when you had said you were going to launch it, even like the year before that. And I was like, damn it. So as soon as I got the email, I was like, this is it. I have to do this. Like I, I have to do it for me. I have to do it to hold myself accountable first. Um, I need somebody to provide some direction on like, where where will I go in this new world 
of entrepreneurship and I had no idea where I was going to go with any of it. Really. I was, um, like we were talking earlier, like I was just really kind of looking for guidance on like, what, what do I now want to do now that I'm before I grow up, you know? So I, what I didn't realize was going to come out of it was the incredible group of women that I was on the phone with yesterday. And like, people are just sharing what they're doing. And it's, so much of it is both the content that we're learning within the Shine program, but it's also just leaning on and learning from the women that are in the program already. You know, so I think in my community, I talk a lot about women supporting women and the power of women coming together. And it's so true. Um, when you're learning from somebody, when another woman is willing to say, I started my business and this is where I struggled, or I started my business and this is where I saw a ton of success or, Hey, I had somebody help me do this one thing for me. Um, here's that person. I mean, it's just this incredible network of women that are not only supporting each other and lifting each other up. Um, but it's also somebody who's, you know, willing to be vulnerable enough to say, I totally failed at this thing. And I want to teach you to not fail <laughs> in this way too. Like I'm willing to just lay it all out on the line for you. And so that you can learn before you fail that same way in your own business. But then there's similarly minds, the mindset coaching was a huge piece for me, especially when I was first starting, you know, you want to get out of your own way. And I've talked a lot about that on Instagram um, lately too. It's just, Sometimes you can be your own worst enemy. And so calls with Nicola and with you and the other women in the program, you know, it's been really great, even just from a mindset perspective and the 12 month commitment to yourself and to the other women that are in the program, I just think has been has paid off exponentially. And like this, I, I had, I had zero intention of ever creating an SEO program. Like it just, it just so happened to be something that I mentioned that I had done for myself on my own Instagram community. And then I just, women wanted to get on the phone. And so I talked to 50 women one-on-one -on -one, um, and I was like, okay, this is clearly a problem that people are struggling with. And I can't sleep tonight thinking that another woman is out there who's creating content for their site, but there, there's so many little things that they could be doing differently to get that to help achieve this goal that they have and start gaining new followers and start gaining revenue and realizing their own dreams that I was like, okay, uh, I'm going to need to do something else. I have to create this program for them so that I can solve this for them. Cause I, I genuinely cannot sleep, but I would never have known how to do any of that without the women in the community and shine. So it's been great. We are chatting with the founder of Cubicle to CEO and one of my incredible Shine Mastermind members, Ellen Yin. She is about to break down the biggest mistakes that she sees service providers, coaches, and creatives making that is actually blocking them from reaching $10,000 months. This is jam-packed with a lot of really clear and actionable steps. You got to get ready to take notes. Let's get started. So many women out there, so many leaders out there that they've got the credentials. They, they know that they are great at what they do. They know that they have a message to say, to share. They have the confidence. They have the degree. They have the background. They have all of those things. It's just that not enough people know who they are for them to really be able to make the impact that they know that they're capable of making and to be able to really, to really share their message with the world and to really be that service provider on a greater scale, um, really kind of like on a global scale that they know that they can be. And so 
that's really what we hone in on. And that's why I love Ellen so much because she can really do this at this, I want to say really like, uh, you know, micro level, this minute level of someone that is like, I, I know my content. I know who I'm talking to. I know what I have to deliver. I just can't seem to, to break that mold. And so chat with us a little bit about how that works for someone who they don't have a large following. They don't have a large email list. They don't have a podcast that gets 10, 20, 30, $30,000 or 30,000 listens a week. They don't have those things. How are the strategies that you have implemented and what are some tips that you can offer those that are listening in right now? How can they start to break that mold and still kind of step in to that recognition that they want so badly? When you're starting out, the key is to learn how to leverage and borrow existing audiences. As a beginning service provider or coach, I'm sure that you are bombarded from all sides, from marketing gurus, from podcasts, from educators. You need to build your audience. You need to build your audience. And they're not wrong with that advice, but the problem that they fail to communicate is that building your audience, whether it looks like building your email list or growing your Instagram followers or whatever platform you choose to grow on, that is a long-term marketing strategy. So if you are dependent on your business making money today, if cash flow is an issue for you in order to stay alive, right? Because business, you're like money is like oxygen to your business. If you don't have money flowing in, your business cannot survive and grow. So if you need clients and you need leads in the door today, then waiting six months to build an Instagram following or waiting six months to build an email list to sell to is not going to be a strategy that's very sustainable for you. So what I teach instead is saying, hey, look, your dream clients, your ideal people already exist out there. It's not like you're creating these people from scratch. They already exist. They already hang out online in communities that have been conveniently congregated for you, right? So you're having to think about who are they already following? What brands are they already in community with? What are other key influencers in your niche that have already developed these amazing targeted audiences for you? And how do you tap into those audiences? How do you leverage existing traffic sources? And your job as a service provider or coach is to get your content in front of the right traffic. It doesn't matter if that traffic is your traffic or someone else's traffic. Your only goal is to get those eyeballs on your content and then for your content to be part of your sales army, for it to be like a little soldier in your sales army unit and for it to be selling for you and moving your potential clients from unaware to ready to buy from you, even when you're sleeping so that you're not having to post every single day. And this is a concept we call evergreen marketing or evergreen content that I talk about a lot more in my free masterclass. But those are kind of the basic principles that I want people to understand when they're first starting out about how to scale when you have a small audience. And I want to say like, this is, it, I don't even say the word problem. I want to say challenge. This is a challenge that I don't care where you are in the spectrum of starting out. Like this is a challenge, whether you are just beginning or whether you have worked for a company or ran your own company for years, this ability to be able to create impact and to garner media and to garner the right kind of attention that you need to really hit that recognition that is going to take your brand, your message, your business to the next level, it is vital. It doesn't matter if you're at, you know, 
whatever level. And I think that we see this all the time that I have women from all walks of life and all levels. This is the one issue that everyone commonly has. I've gotten myself this far. How do I get to the next level? Okay. I've hit a, a plateau. How do I get to the other side of it? And it really does come down to that influence and impact piece. And so Ellen, I would love for you to kind of share, break down, I know that you just shared one mistake, if you will. What are the other challenges and mistakes that you see people making when it comes to being able to break down that wall or get to the other side of that next level? Because there's always a level up no matter where you're starting. And then how can we, how can we kind of overcome some of those mistakes? So there's a lot of mistakes that I see beginning service providers and coaches make when they're trying to scale to their first 10K month, I actually talk about three primary mistakes in my free masterclass, and I previewed one of them just now. So I'll let you guys go watch that masterclass on your own time. Instead, I'm going to be giving you some additional mistakes that are not covered in my free masterclass just for you guys, for Julie's community. So one of the things that I see a lot is that people try to scale too much too many offers at the same time. When you are starting out, it's really easy to fall into the trap of looking at other people in the industry who are five years down the line, 10 years down the line, who have team resources, budget that you simply do not have when you are a solopreneur wearing all the hats, starting with a budget of $0, right? So don't fall into the trap of looking at someone that you admire, maybe someone like Julie and saying, oh my gosh, well, Julie has her podcast and she has Pitch It Perfect and she has Shine and she has all these amazing programs that I want to be like Julie. So I want to put out all of these offers. It's important to remember when you're starting out that if you can focus, if you can really hone in on what I call the power of one, which is one specific identity, one specific client with one specific problem that you are providing one very specific solution or transformation for, you are going to catch momentum so much faster and you can build that one offer to six figures organically so that you actually have the resources to maybe go and hire a team or to pay for other, uh, you know, help to pay for traffic to pay for ads to get yourself to that next level of, okay, now what else can I offer to, or what else can I add to my offer suite? And I think too, that it's important to understand, like, for example, one of the books that Julie sent all of us when we joined Shine uh, is Clockwork by Mike Michalowicz. And Adrian Dorison is an amazing coach in Shine who works, you know, is Mike's business partner. One of the things in Mike's book that really stuck out to me that I feel like every single person should hear, no matter where you are in the journey he gave this example of how if you are solving one problem for one specific client, right, you can develop and fine tune one solution and be the very best in your industry at it. However, the moment you start adding on new offers, you are now multiplying the number of solutions that you have to create and not only create, but deliver and actually get people results for. So let's say you're now talking to three different identities with three very different problems and three very different outcomes that they desire. Now you are having to potentially develop you know, three times three, nine, nine different solutions that you are juggling. And in the end, you end up being mediocre at all of them. So you are not scaling by word of mouth, right? Because people aren't seeing the results that they want with you. So mistake number one, really get clear on who you're helping and don't be afraid to get super specific on that. The more specific you are, the more magnetizing you are to your dream client. Even if it feels like the opposite, even if you're thinking, if I get really specific, I'm going to exclude people. When you are an expert at one specific thing, you will be surprised by 
almost by proxy how many additional people you attract just because they trust in you to deliver on what you're saying you're going to deliver on. Today, we have the amazing Nicole Neves here on the podcast. I have gotten to know Nicole this year as she is an incredible member inside my Shine Mastermind, and she is also the founder of The Brand Vibe. The Brand Vibe is a marketing and consulting agency. They help ambitious entrepreneurs build aligned and abundant brands. And Nicole specifically does this through strategic consulting, marketing and launch campaigns, and coaching. What were the steps that you actually took to start living by this new idea and being an example of what was possible? Yeah, that's the hard part, right? Because we all get these like doses of inspiration or these moments in our life where we're like, oh my gosh, enough is enough. Like, let's just do something about it. But then you're sitting there and you're like, and what do I do next? Like, what does that actually look like tangibly speaking. And so honestly, that's where I came across your podcast. I was like, I'm going to soak in as much education and content as I possibly can for people who are in this world and get inspired. And so I started really soaking in various different podcasts and yours was a go-to of mine. And I remember there being an episode where you had someone on who was talking about branding themselves. And so it was all about like really honing in on the one thing that you're known for, the one thing that you can really tap into. And it was almost a moment of realizing like, okay, everybody has this unique it factor. Everybody has this angle to them, this story, this background, this personality, this credibility, this, um, you know, things that they could leverage that could help them to stand on their own two feet and really become the powerhouses they were made to be. And so through that, I then invested in an online course that came with an online community. Um, and that support was huge to be able to say like, okay, I'm going to start my business in this way. Um, like here's, you know, here's some inspiration around how I can get started. And then here's some people I can kind of brainstorm off of. And so it was this powerhouse of like education and finding the right community alongside me that really helped propel me to take action. And I think that part's really important because a lot of times we think like, oh, it's just like, I'm, I'm in it by myself. I felt that for so long. Like I'm in this alone and what do I do? And I don't have an example and I don't have upbringing, et cetera. And it's like, well, go out and find it. Like go out and seek it, go out and find the community, go out and look for it. They're here, we're here. And so it's really about surrounding yourself with the people that you aspire to be. And then really getting excited about what you're doing and taking, just taking that actual action. And to this day, that has been probably the core success of my business is finding the right community now in the Shine Mastermind with this group. It's just been incredible, but really finding the right support, um, coach, mentor, and community around me that's going to keep me pushing forward when things get hard because it's not easy. It's not easy to start. It's not easy to continue. It's not easy to keep going through the finish line, but goodness, it's worth it. If anything was, if it was easy, it wouldn't be worth it. So and I would love for you to kind of share a little bit about that because I feel like the the first I feel it as like awareness, acceptance, action. So like the first yeah. step is is being aware. Like I am aware now that I cannot do this on my own. I am aware that I need to find a community of like-minded people to not only support me, but but really when we're thinking about thinking bigger. And I say that a lot mm -hmm. with people. It's like it's not just about putting yourself in a community and then like all of your dreams come true. Once you're in that community, what are you doing to actively create and build the relationships that you need to get yourself to where you want to go? 
Um, what things are, you know, and, you know, depending on what kind of container someone may be in, whether it's a membership or a mastermind, like you mentioned, or even if it's like a co-working space somewhere, like locally in, in their, in their town, it's like, what about the opportunities of this container? What works for me? What doesn't, because I don't have to consume mm -hmm. it all. What's really going to help me get, get to that next level. And how am I showing up and actively participating in what it is that I want? And so I would love your take on, on that action piece. Like you had the awareness that you needed to get in, into community. Yeah. You accepted like, this is what I need versus this is just going to kind of get in my way. And then mm -hmm. how did you take action? What did that look like specifically for you? Yeah, I love that so much. And, and note that like I started with free content. I started with free education. I started with what, at the time, that's where I was at. That's what I needed. I, I wanted to be able to get that into that surge of inspiration. And from there is when I was like, okay, cool. This isn't enough. Like I, I really want to surround myself with people that are going to also be a part of keeping me inspired. And so mine started within um, a Facebook group and, and there's so much collaboration and community that you can get even in that environment. But it, if you're just going to join Facebook groups and sit on the sidelines, whether it's a paid Facebook group as part of a mastermind or an online course or a program or a free Facebook group, like you're going to get as much out of it as what you choose to put into it. And that is a really big part of choosing to take like every single step that you choose to take in terms of connecting with people, in terms of being intentional on your time there, in terms of really being able to reach out to people, like that is intentional action taking steps. And if you aren't doing those things and you're sitting on the sidelines soaking it in, that's only going to serve you for so long. If all I did was just sit down and listen to Julie's podcast for years and years, I would be in the same boat that I was before. I wouldn't be where I am right now. So it's like that inspiration needs to really lead you to take action and to put into it what you hope to gain out of it and really show up as a leader. If you are looking to start a business, if you are already an entrepreneur, if you are a, a brand, a creative, like you're a leader, you need to step up as a leader, whether it is within a community, it's within a paid program, it's for your clients, it's for your own community. Um, so you really just need to decide I'm going to do this and I'm going to be present and I'm going to put forth my connections and know that that reciprocity is going to go both ways. I think that's also a key thing that you said too, about that idea of, you know, being in a community container of like-minded people, it's not about like, I'm just going to jump in this and then like all this stuff is going to happen for me and to me. And then I just get to receive and receive and receive. It's actually about yeah. no, you're an expert, you're a leader, you have something to say and leaders need leaders. Yeah. Like leaders, like you have to show by example, by you showing up and leading and really showing and paving the Absolutely. way, you're giving other people the permission to do so as well. Um, and those that don't, I love this, this quote, I heard it years ago, followers don't follow followers, they follow leaders. Mm, so that's, that's something to kind of remember too. And we think in this world of social media, what a follower is, you know, mm -hmm. but it's, that's mm -hmm. true. A, a true yeah. a followers just keep following I mean, followers don't follow other followers. They want to yeah. follow leaders. They want to be led. Yes. So you're either going to be leading or you're going to be following. And I think at certain times in our life or in our business stages, we may kind of teeter back to one of those. Well, maybe I am kind of following a path right now, but then when am I going to step up and start leading my own? And so I think yeah. that that's a decision, again, going back to that awareness piece and taking action yeah. that every person has to make for themselves. Um, so with that, Nicole, I would love to hear how has your business, your life, the way that you show up for your clients, the way that you show up in your work every single day, how has that changed this year 
from post-COVID worlds to, you know, self-selecting into a mastermind, being part of a community. And I think a lot of times people just think, oh, I've learned all these strategies and I applied this Mm -hmm. funnel and now my life has changed. And it's like, if that happens, cool. But like, that's not really the point. (laughs) So if you can kind of share how has being in a mastermind really supported your goals and, and where has it brought you now, you know, let's say 10 months in. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like a huge part of all of this, really the topic of today is all about like leveraging your credibility, right? And so whether you're stepping up as a leader in free Facebook groups, in a mastermind, within your exact community, the the confidence comes from stepping into that zone of genius on what you're credible for and what you feel confident in. And that really like just amplifies in a mastermind because you're surrounded by these powerhouses, these women who are just incredible at what they do. And the best part that I feel with it is a lot of times you can go into masterminds thinking like, oh my gosh, this is so intimidating. Or, you know, am I like at the same level and what that looks like? And frankly, if you have tapped into your true credibility, if you're really confident in your authority, your unique vibe, what sets you apart, then you know that you bring something to the table that someone else doesn't. Even if you're standing next to Julie and I have very similar businesses, honestly, in terms of like brand strategy and marketing. And at the end of the day, we're very different, right? Like we lead very differently. We have very different credibility markers, different pathways, different ways that we pour into our people. And that confidence has to come to the table when you join this powerhouse community. And what I love most is find you the right community. And that gets pulled out of you. So if you're like, I don't know if I have that yet, when you're around women who are like that, we are pulling one another up along the way. There's no woman left behind here. There's no one who's like, I'm at this level. I'm only going to teach so much. It's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. You should try this. Come with me on this journey. And it's this like intense collaboration that really changes how you show up and how you step up. And it also changes your support group and network and really your perspective on community over competition, your perspective on being able to pour into one another. So I think, honestly, we go into a lot. A lot of times we go into paid programs and we think the strategy pieces, and those are important and they matter, but it's these mindset shifts that happen along the way because of the community and the people you surround yourself with that make the biggest difference leaps and bounds. And so for me, that has been my story for this year is like being surrounded by women really un, like unlock my ability to dream in ways I never even thought I could dream before. I'm going to write a book next year. I never said that out loud before this mastermind. Like I was never inspired enough to say, this is what I'm doing. It was like, oh, maybe someday I could possibly like maybe tell my story. And now I'm like, nope, I'm doing it. I have a plan. I'm excited for it. I have people around me who are going to like encourage me along that journey. And so growing in ways in my businesses and my business and my vision now that I don't think I would have allowed myself to do had I not been in a community like this has been the biggest game-changing difference. So um, yeah, that's that's just been awesome. It's like we really almost like permission granted to dream and dream big and know that you have people in your corner who are going to help you get there. Oh, that's so good. And I, I love what you said about the permission granted, because I think that we all, all feel that we do need per- permission from this mm-hmm. thing that we make up and tell ourselves from this person, this place, or this thing to like bestow to us what we want to do. But it's kind of like, no, I've talked to all the adults in charge and they did tell me that like, yes, this is your life for the taking and you can do with it what you want to do with it. So 
there's your permission. So funny. <laughs> and I just, uh, I love that, Nicole. And I can even just see in you and the way that your face lights up and just like your whole presence from, you know, the first conversation that you and ha- you and I had at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. to right now, like you are truly, you have truly stepped in and, embo- and embodied who you are. You've, you've, you know, I think that you've gotten really clear on the, these are, this is kind of my origin story. Like, yes, this is who I am. This is who I come from. This is, this is what my life was like. This is what my mom's life was like. This is what my grandmother's life was like. And I get to, Mm -hmm. I get to take all of that, but like, I don't have to, that's not mine. I can learn from it and I can grow from it. And then I can be the powerhouse that like the stepping stones that they were laying. And I just, I love that so much for you. I cannot wait for your book because you have such a phenomenal story of just your upbringing and everything. I can't wait for people to to hear more about that. And, um, and just your ability to show up and be here. I just love that. Renee is an NLP trained expert. She is also a, a an empowerment coach, and she is an incredible member inside My Shine Mastermind community. She is also a coach inside My Shine Mastermind community, and you're going to find out why I had to have her as a coach inside that mastermind once you hear her talk today. When you were talking about you, you know, you had your children, and you were ready to kind of just do something for you. Um, because I know that a lot of people that are in my community that listen to my podcast that follow me on Instagram, they feel that way too. They feel like they have the dogs, the cats, the husbands, the wives, the kids, the, all the things, and they just can't seem to really be able to focus down and, and get what it is that they're wanting to get. And that can be a multitude of, of reasons, frustration, overwhelm, lack of confidence, um, you know, afraid to make a mistake. So they don't want to try anything. All the things that I call them all resistance spins of things that we will do to kind of keep us stuck. So a, why do we do that? What are the common reasons why we do that, especially for women what are certain signs that people can kind of um, take notice of if they're like, well, am I holding myself back? I don't know. So it's like, why do we hold ourselves back? What are some common signs or themes that people should start looking out for that would be like your red flag of knowing if you hold yourself back? And then we can start talking about like, okay, I am holding myself back. How do I get to the other side and release myself of whatever limits I'm putting on myself to then be able to really show up and get what I want? I love that. That was a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very, very common thing. Um, and I mean, just as a side note, like, you know, I'm, my kids are older, I'm older, you know, so I'm kind of in that place now where I'm in the, this, um, this place where I see a lot of moms, my age, in their late forties, early fifties, who their kids go off to college and they, they feel lost without their kids. It's like a very common thing too, that's happening. So it's not just it's this weird thing that happens. We go through this identity thing when our kids are little, it happens again. And so I I would think that I would really like to encourage people to, um, especially like your audience and the young moms and to think about like, I love that you're bringing that topic up because it's not something that I found a lot of support with when I was going through that. So I think it's really important. So as far as like, why do we do that? Why do we self-sabotage? Why does this happen? Um, it's not that we're bad people. It's not that we're lazy. It's not like we have all these, you know, characteristics that are bad, you know, it's just that that's the way that we have become programmed. So that's, what's so fascinating to me about NLP is it really forces us to become very self-aware and the self-awareness is 
key, just not, not just in your personal life, but in everything. Um, it helps us communicate better with other people, but also with ourselves. And that's really where everything starts. And so it's our unconscious mind. You know, we've been programmed our whole lives from in many different ways, uh, ways. So specifically when I'm, you know, under the age of seven, it's like one of the major, major times in our lives that we were programmed by our surroundings, by the people that we were with. So our unconscious mind just is running these scripts and it tends to, you know, it's kind of like when you're driving in a car and you get to a place and you realize, how did I get here? I don't remember that I drove. A lot of people just live their lives that way and don't really know that they're just on autopilot. So I think the first step in kind of like signs and recognizing is, am I doing that? Am I really living intentionally? Am I doing these things, you know, for me? Because as a mom, especially when you have a bunch of little kids and a special needs kid and all this, you know, it's really easy to get into that place of living for other people. Because I think that women are, are wired that way anyway, a lot of our bio, you know, biology. And so we think that society tells us we have to do that as well. And it's this push-pull. So um, finding community is like one of the best things you can do, finding other people who are dealing with that because you do tend to feel like alone, right? You tend to feel like this little island. And even if you have a great supportive husband, which I do, it's still really difficult sometimes to navigate that. So I would say that would be one of the first flags, you know, to look for is, am I really doing this? Am I on autopilot? Am I living intentionally the way that I would like to live? Um, I just saw this really cool thing yesterday. I think I posted it on my story. I forget where it was from, but, oh, um, stuff you should care about, but it's, it, you know, talking about, and it's talking about revenge, uh, revenge, getting revenge on the day. So I totally did this. Like when my kids were little, I never felt like I had any control in my day. I felt like my days were just you know, constantly moving in, in all these directions that were really centered around them and my husband and the house. And then, okay, maybe a little bit at night with my business. And so I would just stay up late, late, late. I would like refuse to go to sleep. I would just stay up late as like a revenge on the day, because it was the only time that I could find time and control for myself. So I think that's a really big thing is to like really see how you're living your days. How, how is that looking in your life? Um, and that's a great indicator of where you are. So I would definitely say that. And then you wanted to touch on how to rewire that. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> so there's a bunch of different ways. Um, the great thing is that we really, we really have all the tools. We just need to recognize that they're there or be reminded that they're there. Um, I definitely think that finding community is, is a huge part of it. At least it was, um, for me, um, a good therapist is worth its weight in gold too. I might as well, uh, throw that out there and, um, and really like try and be present with yourself. Cause what the reason why I'm so drawn to NLP too, is that it's not something that takes a long time to work, right? Um, you can NLP yourself too. You don't really necessarily have to go to a practitioner. Um, when I got my NLP um, certification, I also got a hypnosis certification, which I think is 
amazing. So I would highly encourage everyone to look into hypnosis as well, because you can use self-hypnosis, especially for people who say that meditation, because meditation is hand down. It's one of those things that I always recommend too, but some people have a very difficult time doing that. Um, but hypnosis is a little bit different because you can kind of step aside and literally just relax. It's about sort of just getting your nervous system in a place where it's able to receive. And it works a lot faster in my experience. So I would definitely suggest doing something like that. Um, highly recommend it. And I like, I've created my own hypnosis. I am, there's a lot of people out there who create really great hypnosis tracks that you can listen to. And binaural beats are also really awesome because it helps rewire those, you know, rewire your brain. It's basically, it's hacking your brain is what we're talking about. Right. So like biohacking. So good. Um, I, I, I love, I love that idea of, of biohacking the brain. And really it's like our brains have been hacked since a young age. And then once we're at the age that we can understand and be mindful of that, then we have the choice and really the, the agency to be able to deprogram biohack rewire all of those things. Um, so I want to dive into NLP a little bit more, um, for those that are like, what is this? What does this stand for? Why should I care? So if you can kind of walk us through in a gist, cause I know we could talk all day about this, but what is it? What's, what's its intention? How do we use it? Um, what's its purpose and how can it help us live a more enriched, full and seen life? Yeah. So I know it, it's a little weird for people. Um, and it can have a bad connotation too. So it stands for neuro-linguistic programming. And it's the programming part that people get a little hung up on, right? Because they're like, um, it, you know, just like anything else uh, in any modality, it can be used for good or evil. And basically once you learn like the tactic, tactics of NLP, you realize how you have been programmed by it in marketing and sales your whole life you've watched a commercial, you've been NLP'd. So it really is just a psychological, you know, modality. I was created in the seventies and what it breaks down to is, so the nervous system, which is the neural part of it. Um, you know, we all, the mind, we all learn differently, visual, um, auditory, kinesthetic. We have all these different learning styles. Um, and then the ling linguistic part obviously is the language. So not just necessarily language, but pictures and sounds, taste, smells, all of that goes into that whole neural representation as well. And then the programming is really not about programming other people necessarily, although some people I'm sure use that for it. Um, it's really to help you discover like the programs that you run, like we were talking about before, like how you just kind of on autopilot your brain is already sort of doing that. It's literally just learning how to step into the driver's seat. That's kind of how I like to explain it to people is that you're in the car, you know, and you might even be driving, but it's like refocusing and realizing that you are driving and that you are in control of certain things and you are in control of your state. And so in a world, you know, where we most often don't feel like we have any control because really at the end of the day, we kind of don't, but we do have control over ourselves, our actions and our reactions. And NLP is a great way to like train yourself to do that in a really intentional way. Um, I obviously, you know, 
I learned from amazing people and I would never suggest using it for any sort of manipulation. But again, there are people who do that. Um, that's why I think it's really important for you to be aware of it so that you are aware of, you know, when something doesn't feel right, because we all have those internal, um, notification systems, right? It's just about really learning how to listen to those. So for me, it kind of all, it all gets a little blurry because I'm also really woo woo. I definitely, <laughs> I'm always the one in the group popping in, down, like letting everybody know when something's retrograde. Um, but that's just kind of part of how I like to look at it. I like to look at my coaching as a holistic type of coaching where it's not just, I'm just going to NLP you, you know, we're just going to get to this. No, let's talk a little bit more about what that is. I'm very big on manifestation and opening up to abundance and opening yourself up to receive because that's one of the main things that I've seen in my coaching that so many people have resistance toward is the, is the receiving. And that's a really interesting thing. So NLP can be a lot of different things. For me, that's really kind of how I like to explain it. And I don't like people to get super hung up on it because again, they can feel like, well, what are you going to do to me? You know, and it's not, it's, it's not about that. It's not about that at all. All right. That is it for today. Now, are you ready to make more money and impact? If so, head over to juliesolomon.net slash accelerator to learn more about my coaching program and apply. All right, I'll see you again, same time, same place next week.